Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're just about 17 minutes away from announcing another name in our Live for Free giveaway. Now get your name in. What you got to do, go to the website, register, tell us when you're going to listen. Listen for your name, specifically on this show at 420 and 520. If you hear your name, call in within 10 minutes and you'll get 100 bucks and be eligible to win $10,000. we are going to give that away Thursday morning. So this, you got to act fast, right? Yes. But what a fun thing. You sign up, your name gets called, you win $10,000, bada bing, bada boom. Here hey, it's go. fun just to hear your name on the radio. Yeah, there we go. Let alone 100 bucks or 10000 bucks. <laughs> I'd like to win money. You would? I would like to live for free. That's a lot of money. I love it. Okay. You're lucky you have a job, Sister Sledge. Just think about well, it. Well, I am way. lucky I have Remember a job. Remember we had to broadcast from home? My goodness, did people ever have fun listening to... B. Arthur go on and on about me. Well, Lori, <laughs> Last there Wednesday. was a lot of material. Was there? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, funny because I didn't find it as funny because I was sitting here panicking, you right. know, looking across the the wall at uh, Holly going, if this doesn't work, are you and I going to talk for three hours here? <laughs> Meanwhile, Lori's like, I don't know how to I plug turn in. on. Looks I like I'm losing right power. Click. Someone was like, that needs to be your state fair t I don't right click. Or Luddite and Julia. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was, I, Lori, we were all panicking. Yeah. But really, I was laughing so hard. I couldn't help it because I know you. And but would we literally, when we were on the air and you said, I'm running out of power, I just thought, yeah, of course you are. So when are the Casey? I don't right click T-shirts going to be available? I need one. Do they have Marconi Awards for comedy sketches inadvertent? The Amy Daniels recap of the Lori Julia Fiasco. show is just amazing. No, that was a day. Yeah, the first half hour, Lori. At the break, I went outside and I called B. Arthur, and I'm peeing my pants, laughing so hard at you. Mm. And I thought this is classic. Mm-hmm. This was classic, Lori. Yeah. And I mean, I was all sincere. I don't right click. <laughs> How do you right click? Is would be another thing. Right. Where is the right click? I don't even know what that means. All right. So hopefully we'll so announce someone's name and they're going to win. We will. Hundred dollars in a minute. Okay. So we got. I mean, I just I couldn't believe it uh, when I we have some notable obituaries, you guys, okay. just to go over. But this one really. Just made me sad because I had read some stories about him. And I remember he wrote a book like 10 years ago, um, but it's uh, Tony Shea. It's spelled S-H-S-I-E-H, but it's pronounced Shea. And yes. he's the guy who founded Zappos. Yep. 
He died in a house fire. He sounded like he's super young. He sounded like the smartest young. 46 years old. And um, he was visiting family. And his death was confirmed by Zappos. No details about, you know, what exactly happened if he was trapped in the house. He stepped down as chief executive at Zappos in August after 21 years with the company. He started selling shoes in 1999. He sold his first company, Link Exchange, an online advertising Mm -hmm. network to Microsoft in 1998. For like $45 million and Three then... years after he graduated from Harvard mm-hmm. with a computer science degree. So he, and then he started, someone talked him into this Zappos thing. and He bought a site that was like shoe bop. Shoe, and, yeah. and he changed it to Zappos because Zapatos is Spanish for shoes. Never knew that. Oh, you didn't? Never Zapatos? knew that. Yeah, Z-A-P-A-T-O-S. And, and he realized people don't need to try on shoes to buy them because their sides are pretty... No, he realized buyers needed to try on shoes, oh. so he offered free, free overnight shipping. shipping and free return, sending people multiple pairs at a time. And he sold it to Amazon in, for $1.2 billion in 2009, but stayed on as CEO mm-hmm. until this past August. And... He had this philosophy of if your employees are happy, the business will be happy. And he started that whole Las Vegas, uh, the downtown project, revitalizing downtown yep. Las Vegas, because that's where it was headquartered. And anyway, he, he just sounded, sounded like, like a, like a cool guy. guy. Very cool. And very people were very saddened about it because he was such an innovative guy. Yeah. 46 years old. Yep. So that that happened. Um yeah, I just couldn't even. I was like, "What?" You I know, know, I saw that, and then because they had done profiles on him and all the cool things that he did with downtown um, Las Vegas, and his and, whole philosophy, yeah. which was so opposite there's of Silicon no, Valley. There's no levels here. If you want to put together a Jennifer meeting, put it together. It doesn't matter if you're the smallest person on the totem pole or the highest person up. It's you. You matter. Everyone's information matters. Right. Right. Like so, kind of management with I, no. I walls. do feel like we kind of have known about him. He's yes, an we have. They've done guy. profiles on him for years. Yeah. Um, now this guy we all know, David Prowse, but we might not have known his name because he physically played Darth Vader yes. in the Star Star Wars movie. But of course, Darth Vader's voiced by James Earl Jones. Right. And but he was cast. He's an English dude. He was eighty five, and he passed away. Um, Early Sunday, I don't know what... He had pancreatic cancer. Not pancreatic, he had had prostate Prostate. cancer. But something came on at the end, like pneumonia or COVID or something. Something. And And his agent released the same and made the force be with him always. But he was best known because he was tall. And when they were casting Star Wars, he was offered Chewbacca or Darth Vader because they needed... A tall, physically tall, big men for those two costumes, yeah. And he's like, "Well, there really isn't a choice, is there?" And he picked Darth Vader mm-hmm. over the hairy ape, which would have been very hot to wear. Is that what Chewbacca is? is? Would we call him an ape? He's a Wookie. A he's Wookie. a Wookie. He's a Wookie. He's a version of an ape. What's a Wookie though? It's a race of you know is a, a very tall, tall, tall ape. Monkey really? man. Yeah, kind of. if I I've, never, it's I been a while since I've knew. gone yeah. down the rabbit hole. But the I remember Wookiees. George Lucas, you know, wanted it to be like, look kind of like a dog and kind of like a bear. That's bear right. Okay. At the same time. So he just picked uh, Darth Vader. And apparently 
George Lucas later banned Prowse from Star Wars events after wrongly accusing him of leaking Darth Vader's fate in Return of the Jedi. There was beef. Um, One-sided beef and wrong beef. And wrong beef. And Prowse always would just say when he would ever be asked about it, because he had a part in that horrible movie, A Clockwork Orange. Um, But he said, you know, nobody (laughs) will ever forget Darth Vader. You know, one of the most iconic, but we just didn't know he played him. But he was 6'6 and 275 pounds. Jeez, that's a big man. Yeah. He also played Frankenstein's monster. Okay, so he's he was bigger. Tall boys are us casting agency. That's, that's mm-hmm. right. And then uh, for all of you um, fans of soap operas from the 60s, Roger Friedman said, writers never get any love in the Hollywood obituaries. And because this guy was 92 and he outlived so many people, Malcolm... Marmostein died, and he wrote Peyton Place, which back in the 60s started Mia Farrow and Ryan O'Neal, and people were addicted to that show. It was on twice a week. Yep. Like, people have been addicted to other shows, and then... I thought you were going to say, like, they've been addicted to ours, and I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Exactly. But uh, Dark Shadows, he wrote 80 episodes of Dark oh. Shadows, which uh, aired a clock and at 3 or 4 in the afternoon, depending on where you lived. And he's the one who created Barnabas Collins, the most famous Dark Shadows character. Yeah, and the best name. Who was just like a rock star. Yeah, Barnabas. It's so a anyway, name. Malcolm Marmostein, 92. He also wrote the Disney hit Pete's Dragon. Oh, and that was a hit. That wasn't and it. it. Re- yes. They put it out again. Yes. So, all right. Anyway, there you go. Listen, we come back. It's time for random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. So we've got a couple minutes before we have someone call in and win the big kahuna, $100. So hopefully you're listening and stay listening. I was so taken by one of the stories yesterday morning that CBS Sunday Morning did on this artist named Charlie Mackesy. And and you may have heard of him or his books. They're called The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse. And it's been on the New York Times best-selling list for a couple years. Mm -hmm. And Oprah even read it this summer to kids in Chicago schools. And he's just getting ready to do an Audible book on it. But it's all about gratitude, empathy, these whimsical characters and kindness. Mm-hmm. And there's such good messaging in the little books. You can follow him on Instagram. He's got a huge following. He was, you know, he lives in England. Yeah. He is this artsy fartsy guy. There's so many good stories on CBS Sunday so morning yesterday. Many good stories. But this one in this book felt like I remember The Giving Tree. Oh, yeah. Was one of the books like that everyone had when we were growing up, or All the Places You'll Go was mm-hmm. another one by Dr. Seuss or Some of these books that just are kind of timeless for people Uh of all generations. So I thought if people are looking for a feel-good book on empathy and kindness and love, it's called The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. I thought it was... That was a really cute story because I wasn't familiar with it. I wasn't either, Lori, and Mm -hmm. I was just so taken aback by all of it. I thought it was was so great. Now I'm going to go from that to tell you how many times a day... How many? I'm going to let you guys guess because we have a minute. How many times a day do you think people expel gas? And that is a classic from my father. 
It's not tooting. It's expelling gas. (laughs) My dad used to say, I'm expelling gas. Or it was always expelling gas. Are we talking about gas? From guys? Because I feel like guys fart more than women do. Do you think they do? I, I know they do. So women like hold it in. No, try to. We're just, just, just and get cramps and get cramps as a result. No, we don't chew with our mouth open to as get so much, much air. Yeah, like guys mm. do. Guys take bigger bites and they chew with their mouth open and they're bringing air in that they're giving Makes themselves them gas gassy. Here. Yeah, so I'm gonna say three times. Okay, Rocco. A oh, guy I think it's more than times. that. And but I, when you're saying gas, you're talking about just from below. Farting. Okay, Farting. yeah. Well, I mean, you can have gas, you know, you know, burps, right? Oh, That's, I'm just talking about the two Patuskis. Gotcha. I'm expelling gas. I would say 10 times. It's th- 14 to 23 times a day. And that could be when you're going to the restroom. It could be when you're doing other things. It could be. Yes. <laughs> wanted to stump a child. All right. What time is it, Rocco? It is time for me to hit this button. Dude, dude, dude it sucks this year. That's right. It sort of has sucked this year, but we're going to try to make it better. Especially for Callie, K-A-L-I Anderson of Delano. She might live for free if she calls in. She'll get 100 bucks just for calling in in the next 10 minutes. And then if she uh, wins the drawing that we're going to do Thursday morning, she could win $10,000 in our grand prize. So if you are Callie or Kaylee Anderson of Delano, call me right now at 651-641-1071. In the next 10 minutes. Hey, and Jean, if you're not Kaylee. Callie or Kaylee, Kaylee. sign up. We've got a right. couple days left here. Paging Callie Anderson, you've left your wallet at the TSA pre-check. Paging <laughs> Kaylee there Anderson. you go. Callie Anderson of Delano, give us a call and uh, perhaps you could live for free for the rest of the year. Lucky her. All right, so I want people to know another thing that popped up literally on our website over the weekend. We have some pop-up MyTalk merchandise if people are looking for gifts to give to people who are hard to give to, there's a couple different T-shirt options, a cute little snow cap, a cute little um, uh, like Yeti cup to right. carry um, hot and cold things in that are cute. So you just go to mytalk1071.com to get all those good things. Um, okay, so I thought this this is always good to remember, and it kind of freaks you out when you hear the number. The three largest employers in the United States are... Amazon, the U.S. Postal Service, and retail. Okay, the Department of Defense, 3.2 million people. Walmart, 1.2 million people. And McDonald's with 1.9 million people. Mm -hmm. I was in a McDonald's drive-thru yesterday. I mean, do you want a prize? No, I do want a prize, but it's funny when you try, and they have two lanes, and you try to guess which car is going to be faster. faster. You can't. (laughs) Always go to the wrong. I'm always impressed. We know once they started doing the two lanes, that they still get it right as to which one you are. You know what I mean? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, that's fair. I'm 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 impressed. They're doing something right. Yeah, well they are, but um and have you noticed too? Uh, kind of, this is on topic. Uh, if you wanted to give money to the Ronald McDonald House, a lot of McDonald's now allow you to round up your drive-through order. You know, because yes, they always have right. the ca- they always have the coin drop, right? But who has coins anymore? I used coins yesterday, and we told them to keep it for that very yeah. yeah. So I know the McDonald's near my house. They have a little sign that says, "If you want to round up for Ronald McDonald House, you know, just say so." Just say it, say it, say okay. it. Our Sorry to interrupt. Show. That was no, a rock. That doesn't matter. Thoughts. Go ahead. Okay, so Aerosmith, the band, has made more money in royalties off of the video game Guitar Hero Aerosmith than they made from any of their actual albums. That's pretty insane. Thank their manager for getting them in on no that action. No kidding. That's a serious one. And oftentimes, I th- when I think of bands that made a lot of money, I think about those bands that were big in the 90s because that was right, you know, when, when CDs were just gigantic yeah. right. and right before, you know, streaming came. So if you got that big contract, you know, in like 1993, you were making some money. You were making some money because streaming did change a lot of that. Okay, da-da-da-da-da-da, a little drum roll, our word of the year by mm. Merriam-Webster. Efficacy. Yeah, that should, right. it's got to be up there. Efficacy, it's so good. It sounds good to say. It does sound good to say. They're even saying one of them is 100% has efficacy. efficacy. We're talking efficacy. about the vaccine's um, uh, success rate. Julia, Their e- a efficacy. blowout's efficacy can't, is 100%. <laughs> Your For people who don't, are thinking about a blown better. out tired right. tire, but you're talking about your hair. Okay, it the year of the word is pandemic. Mm. Um, they use a lot of data to figure out what the word of the year is, and basically the spike when from February third on, a hundred um, excuse me, one thousand six hundred twenty one percent in that word, and they just figured that's the one. That's what describes it. We haven't had a pandemic because pan means it's the whole world. Thank you. It's an, epi- it's an epidemic that's of global proportions, right? That's I good. Don't know. I think so, Lori. If you people have been wondering what... if You're you know, bringing us the Merriam-Webster word of the year, and then you don't have the dictionary, the exact thing. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't look into it. I just thought... Yeah, I duh. just show up and, you know, read some words. <laughs> I, why, why should I look into the history on these things? It's called a definition. I know. Like, yeah. Is that why? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you really, the, your explanation was just wanting somewhat. It's like, did you spend too much time in the McDonald's drive-in yesterday? That uh, Behind the wrong car. Right. The mini man um, without Did you get kids. it? Did, did you look it up, the Merriam-Webster? No, she hasn't okay, looked it up. Here. She's ready to dazzle us with some floor. other All right, if you fact. have it, please okay, tell Okay, I just looked it up. It took me about 1.5 seconds. Okay. Occurring okay. over a wide geographic area, such as the multiple countries world. or continents, and typically affecting a significant proportion of the population. Yeah, the whole wide world. An did epidemic, we not know that? An oh, epidemic. Yeah. I did know it. I said it for you. You're right. And that was the adjective, yeah. you know, if you, if you were to say pandemic malaria. I don't know. It's whatever. I, we got it. This was such a great all play. Yes. I, you needed an I, all play on I'd like that to one. pass. Yeah. And okay. we still have four minutes for Callie Anderson of Delano to give us a call at 651-641-1071. Go ahead. Thank you, Rocco. Okay. 
time for traffic. Cutting that song off. I'm just not okay, ready fine. for old Bing and the White Christmas. Bees. I'm just wow, not ready for it. aggressive much for a Monday. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm aggressively going to be down on that song right now, okay? It's it was only... the number one song. That was the very first song played on the radio. All right, back to you. Beautiful. Was that the one truth. of your randoms today? No, I didn't get to my randoms because you guys interrupted me wanting a definition of a word. You're the one who went side saucing all over the place with McDonald's and <laughs> the, this, that, and the other thing and giving us a word that you never even looked up. And then I just had to pull it out of my ass. And you know, Amazing. Typical Monday. Has our gal <laughs> called in, Callie? Nope. Uh, I think we ran Anderson, out of time Allie on Callie. Well, it is 431. That's too bad. Oh, oh, is it out of time? Yeah. All right, too sorry. Bad. We'll okay. do it again at 520. Yeah, we will. All right, let's do it. So let's listen to Jennifer Lopez. When we last saw each other, Julia, on Wednesday, late on Wednesday, after A-Rod had tweeted a photo to Insta World and said, Hey, Hope, you know, we're excited to be spending the holidays together. What are your holiday plans? And it was inside their private jet. As they were, yeah. Going somewhere and people just were like, oh, shut up, basically. And so then J-Lo, you know, released uh, her uh, kind of a smoldering look from a J-Lo makeup line. And then, then she released the nude photo of her at the side. It's really not a, it's a great picture but the way she's hunched over i wanted hugh hefner to set up this shoot because the way she sort of hunched and her elbows and her arms to cover it's not enough playboy for you it doesn't seem sexy it, it seemed more sexy. like a medical yeah. you know it, it felt like it was an olympic athlete right. in one of those uh, you know when they pose them nude, yes, drive and they're all hot, you know they're hiding with their their private parts, you know whatever they throw or toss. You know, here's a big beautiful man with his javelin right in front of his javelin. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I I thought it was a weird picture, and she's you know she's got the wet chopped blob hair, and it just wasn't sexy to me. It felt like it was a an Olympic athlete. But the song she released Friday morning, because now no one is talking about the private jet, because they've done three great PR things in a row. Then Friday morning, she releases a song called In the Morning, which I think is, once again, J-Lo knows how to do a catchy dance track. Yeah, she does. Let's listen. Thank you. People were kind of liking that that song, had a little love this weekend. But the the, uh, thing that is getting like everybody talking, or at least Miley and all of her people. So her new album, Plastic Hearts, and we've heard like four or five we have. songs already. And um, um, that album released on Friday, Black Friday. Oh, it did come out. Okay. Okay, but nobody has it. So she went on ins- or Twitter and Instagram, and she basically, I'll just kind of... Uh, Paraphrase it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the album dropped. The big box stores don't have the physical copies of either the CD or the vinyl, the album. So it'll be weeks before it's stocked or or, uh, shipped. And she's just pissed. And so she said, when we chose November 27th, the suggested date by my record label for the album drop, my team and I were never told Major retailers don't stock physical albums on Black Friday and that the, we the copies wouldn't be in the store until at least a week or two later. Well, that's just wrong. She's pissed. 
And then she wished well, Billy Idol a happy stupid. birthday because yeah, she Billy did do Idol an Idol. Is... She did do a duet yeah. with him on this. But her album is getting great reviews, and I... we've loved all the we songs. We have loved all, all the Prisoner songs. Prisoner has grown on me with Dua Lipa. Um, she's got her thing with Joan Jett. This song is called Angels Like You, and I'm sorry, this song is 100% about Liam Hemsworth. All right, let's listen. Yeah, and uh, Rolling Stone said this is uh, had this right. to say that her glam throwback, Plastic Hearts, is her most self-assured record yet. She pays homage to her new wave heroes uh, and um, uh, and country. A little, there's a little uh, yep. cl- classic country. It's, it's she's so good. Yeah, because she does do covers on this yep. album, and this is a pretty cool. Very Joan Jet, you know, yeah. it's very early People 80s. pre-ordered from Target and stuff don't get it till mm-hmm. December 15th, so it doesn't count as first week record sales, so it screws up everything. She, That's a big error. She, and she was, like, thinking, like, I would think this, too, if I was an artist and I'd been around as mar- long as Miley has. Okay, you know your big retail dates right. for stuff. And Black well, Friday. That's your job. Yeah, that's your job. So it's she, your job. She's pissed at yep, her record Yeah, she relied level. on them to do their job. Yeah. Okay, this is kind Did of... Did you like that song, Rocco? Just to get yeah, your... I'm feeling it. I should. I, I want to listen to that album start to finish. Yeah. And I was just looking on Spotify. You know, there's bonus tracks at the end, including when she did Zombie as, that, as part of that oh. Save Our Stages Festival. Mm-hmm. And Heart of Glass from iHeart Festival. And that uh, Stevie Nicks sort of crossover uh, mashup with um, Edge of Seventeen. So... Right. There's some good songs on there. And, you know, she's, uh, you know, her, yeah, those live, her, but she is a songwriter too. She's a massive songwriter. Yeah. All right. All okay. right. So this is kind of good news because I don't know if you saw this, but both Lori and I saw the Peanut Butter Falcon. Did you see it, Rocco? You know, that's on our list. And we thought that'd be good to watch with the nine year old. So it'd be good. great. Yeah. So the Down Syndrome boy that stars in it, his name is Zach Godsagan. Mm-hmm. He is going to be co starring with Felicity Huffman in the new baseball drama. So that just got announced today because we were talking about Felicia Huffman has her first show and... Um, well, this is how page six phrases it. Ex-con Felicity Huffman scores first acting role after prison stint. That's the headline. Yeah, that's really something nice, um, isn't it? But because the puns are just too great. She caught her first prison break, um, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I saw that the project was uh, starring uh, Zach and... Yep. I guess it was um, written by the woman who uh, wrote the and was the showrunner for the Bold Type. Which, oh right, we watched for a little while well, so about good. magazine and the um, Baker and the Beauty, which we watched. I watched the foreign one for that. That, that was one. so good. And then a million little things is also. I people love, love that, that show. So she's uh, anyway. They're saying that. Um, that if Felicity Huffman will play this, her husband dies. It's a real life story in 2009, and she takes over the the, the baseball franchise, and, and Zach plays her son, and he's a huge baseball fan. Oh, I and think the that's... real life team won the um, AAA national championship last year. It's kind oh, of a serious? Cinderella story. Oh, I love this. Um, this will be good then. Mm-hmm. And if they need to fill out this, the roster, they can always hire, you know, do a real. Good thing and hire Lori Laughlin because she's going to be getting out of the pokey. That would really be a really good thing. And I think it would bring so many eyeballs, Lori. Yeah. She could be someone who sells beer in the stands. Yeah. Susan Savage, the mm-hmm. real life owner of the Sacramento Rivercats. I love it.
Yeah. I love it. And that is such a great movie. I know someone else who just watched that this weekend for the first time. It's just a feel Dakota good. Johnson, Shia LaBeouf. It's wonderful. It's so, it really is. Did we, how did we miss that Rihanna is supposedly dating ASAP Rocky? We haven't missed that. That's been in the headlines for a long time. We but, haven't discussed it, well, Julia. Isn't he the one who got out of uh, the pokey in, in uh, Norway or something? Yes. Didn't Trump get him out? Yes. I just didn't. They were at the Beatrice Inn. And, no, uh, these two have been kind of having a thing for a while. Oh, they have. I, yes. I kind of like that. I mean, he's really cute. Yes, he is. And he was featured in her Fenty Skin campaign in July. So okay. she probably personally invited him. Well, I, if I was somebody and I was <laughs> of that level and that talent uh, and I could do my own videos and invite anyone person? to be, I would invite someone I wanted to have mm-hmm. some relationships with. I don't think we knew this. Melissa McCarthy, she was on, I don't know why I watched it, because we didn't have any show to do on Thursday, but she was on Jimmy Fallon. Because she's funny. Yeah, I think that's why I, I have it on the DVR, yep. and so I saw that she was on with Jimmy Fallon. But I didn't realize the reason why she and her husband are in Australia with their kids is she is making that movie with Nicole Kidman, um, nine, nine perfect, perfect strangers, strangers by Liam Moriarty. Moriarty, the book that we read and had her on for. So she was promoting something about a wellness, yeah, uh, resort. Yeah, oh, that's a good book. Yeah, so she was promoting something else, but she did just say, "Well, yeah, I had been filming. Obviously, they're all done." And um, she's got a movie that's on that's a, coming an out. AI movie. Yeah, that's on like. Netflix or something. I don't know. But she All was, I was caring about was I was like, I didn't know she was going to be in Nine Perfect Strangers. No, I like that. And that her husband kind of has a crush on Harry Styles. Who he doesn't said. have a crush on Harry Styles? Marco, do you have a crush on him? Marco? Yes, I bet he does. You know, it's, it's starting to happen, yeah. Yeah, he, he's by such osmosis a through us. <laughs> <laughs> if you keep mentioning his name enough, sure. I'm all in. I'm, in. I'm the leader of the fan club. Hey, it's just like sometimes yes, dear, are the most important two yes. words that a person can learn in a relationship mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever your endearment is. To each other, exactly. Yeah, because some just stuff some is you just, just have to let it not go under the rug. worth disagreeing about yes dear mm-hmm. yes darling <laughs> yes beautiful that's we why said, i wanted to watch the uh flight attendant show i wanted something where we could bond together i can yes I'm glad. okay yeah. i'm glad I you're to be doing part that. of the show mm-hmm. this is nice of you thank you <laughs> <laughs> two months in yeah right <laughs> <laughs> you're a giver <laughs> okay we come back it's time to hollywood speak and this fatigue is real so what are you trying to say hollywood is the meaning of this oh let's get ready to clutch our royal pearls julia boy oh boy oh boy you know the crown with the advent of princess diana and the storyline has got the royal family as a hit courtiers clutching their pearls okay so hard the culture secretary of what? Of uh, of the palace or something? Yes. Of the of the royals? Yes. Um they this guy, his name is um Oliver Dowden. He added his voice to mounting concerns that fabricated scenes in the drama series are so damaging to the royal family that viewers should be warned at the start of each episode that it is not fact. It is highly sophisticated 
propaganda. Well, honest to Pete, isn't that what TV shows are? Unless it's a documentary, don't we assume that things are not true? I mean... I mean, it's based on a, on a story. There's no book about this. Exactly. We know it's there, based It's hitting a chord. Oh. It's it, hitting a chord. It's hitting a sore spot that's true. And I wonder where, in seasons one through three... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Where we see Philip being quite a philanderer. We see all kinds of things that... You know, Margaret, I mean, you know, we see all kinds of things. What's there the was, fine line? They, they, These guys are, they're totally showing us their hand. Of course, Netflix is laughing all the way to the bank. This just makes more people interested in watching it and even watching episodes they haven't yeah. watched. I don't about. know why they never complain, never explain. Oh, Should my. Should have been their rule on this one. Really, really and truly, because they never said that about, because Right, we saw. Yeah, we knew that. We were like, well, we don't know what's true, but everybody's googling afterwards. Yes, you're absolutely right. When they're actors playing real life people, then we know it's a fictionalized account of something. Yes, we do. We are not at that point where we need it spelled out. Thank you very much, Culture Secretary, for showing Buckingham Palace's hand. Now that the whole world knows what a cold, dysfunctional, screwed up family they are, just like everybody else. Got it. Royals, they're just like us. Barely, but okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Barely. But they are really a dysfunctional family at the heart of it. Even when you think about how so many, like the the way they, yep. the cousins, and even if you look, you know, Queen Elizabeth is related just one cousin away from her husband. Yeah, no, right? Right, right? So they're just a very rich, sophisticated, dysfunctional, got royal it. family. Got it. I mean, cri- the criticism is All really right, I got reaching. one for you. All right, go ahead. Okay, so apparently on um, uh, a, a show Cocktails with Queens, the ladies were discussing whether Tony Braxton was a good lover. And one of the people... No, no, not Tony Braxton. No, just let me finish. Okay. And one of the people said, um, her name is Lisa Ray McCoy, said, quote, we don't know what she's doing in the bedroom. It could be like Halle Berry. Oh, I see. Then Claudia Jordan asked Lisa Ray, another co-host, if she was insinuating that Halle was bad in bed. And then Lisa Ray replied, that's what they say. That's what I read. That's what I've heard. She heard from one person who supposedly mm-hmm. screwed Halle Berry that she just laid there and did nothing, that right. she was beautiful to look at, but no fun in bed. Okay, now The same has been said about Jennifer Aniston. Okay, so now the Halle, Halle would speak on that is, did Holly respond? Yes. What'd she say? Quote, ask my man Van Hunt. He'll tell y'all what you need to know. Why would she even respond? See, she See, is so thirsty. She's thirsty. She that didn't need to me. respond. She should have said nothing. But she's got her movie coming out that she's supposed to be very good in that right. MMA. And I'm going to say that her publicist said, Hallie, go right ahead and 
People don't like their love-making stuff besmirched, Julia. Yeah, I and guess. And Halle Berry, maybe that touched too close to home because there have been times that she just did not do much. Really? I feel like she responds a lot. Well, but I hope this new movie's good for her. Yeah, I but, do. So the publicist said, just like, go ahead. Do it. Because, I mean, the other day she posted a thing of herself dancing in a sheer white dress and someone filmed her from behind. So you just got the... Fetching silhouettes. She just wants to be remembered. Her, Jennifer Lopez and her are doing the naked tour. <laughs> They're doing the silhouette tour of COVID. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's the COVID silhouette. Yeah. Good for How you. How come we haven't done any COVID silhouettes? I, I'm going to bring in a sheet tomorrow, <laughs> okay. and you're going to dance in front of it, and Rocco's going to hold a blow dryer at you. All right. Ooh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I don't know. We'll have to talk I think about we that. should do... The COVID silhouette dance. Okay, Glenn Close was giving an interview with Popcorn with Peter Travers. Remember I told you he's the longtime Rolling Stone movie critic who left Rolling Stone magazine to do this thing with ABC News. Popcorn with Peter to have a news show. Anyway, she she said to him, um, he was asking her about being nominated because, of course, she had that bitter... We all thought she was going to win. She won the SAG. She won the Golden Globe. Which one was? Oh, for the the, the guy, the Pulitzer Prize. She was the wife of the Pulitzer Prize winner. Yeah. yeah. Whatever that. Oh, yeah. The bitter, whatever the, that Okay, was and it was like her seventh nomination. Mm-hmm. She'd won everything else, and then she yeah. won the Oscar. So yeah. he brought it up, so you know it's a sticky subject. Yeah. And she said, well, honestly, I feel that to be nominated by your peers is about as good as it gets. And then I've never understood how you could honestly compare performances you know so the fact she's using honestly twice yeah it was called the wife and it was in 2017 yeah yeah the fact she's using honestly twice right. just shows you like how she's lying she's totally lying yeah. she says i remember the year gwyneth peltrow won over that incredible actress who was in central station i thought what it doesn't make sense a, she can't remember what the actress's name. Right. And B, she's throwing down Gwyneth Paltrow. Under the bus. It doesn't make sense. When she's used the word, I mean, she's bitter. She's bitter. She's bitter. Lori, she's bitter I'm going to be honest that. with you. And and I would. She s- couldn't believe it. The one year she is Susan Lucci'd out yep. of the Oscars. No, I'm going to tell you something about what's going on with her. Because she's in some movie. Hillbilly right? yeah. Elegy. Okay, so I saw her be interviewed. Mm-hmm. And if someone took the Krabby Crab Tree um, pill that day, it was Glenn Close. Really? She feels like she's got a negative chip on her shoulder. Like if she was in her 50s or 40s, I would say she's going through perimenopause. Uh-huh. And like her hormones are going wacko because she's so bitter. Yeah, so crabby. She was so crabby. Well, I hated watching it. She, she was does. on Colbert or something. She was so bitchy. I'm like... Glenn Close, you know, come on. She's always kind of given us good couch, but she I think... She has been on the bitch train, the right. bitch tour. All right. I, well, it wasn't she, attractive. Well, she's playing a very unattractive woman in Hillbilly Elegy. You wouldn't even recognize but her. But she didn't even sound... Fi- she, that's a bitch move. Okay. To even bring this up is dumb. Because yeah. then she looks dumb... Right. She just looks dumb. Why would you do anything to make yourself look dumb? And, you know, the year that Gwyneth wrote or won for Shakespeare in Love, the other ones were Meryl Streep for One True Thing. I don't remember it. Same. Kate Blanchett for Elizabeth. Blah. Okay, blah. And then Emily Watson for Hillary and Jackie. Blah. blah. And then Central Station. Blah. blah. 
the Shakespeare love. Yes. And it was the feel-good takeaway movie of the year, even though totally. there was propaganda and all the things the, in front of it. It's yeah. probably when Oscar campaigning started. Yeah. But baby face, Glenn, close, go get a bunny. That was go get a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for getting that part. Rock was too young. Took me a second. I figured it out. Did you get you it? Okay. It. <laughs> this holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.